0: Kaladin gritted his teeth, dodging to the side, feeling the blade pass in the air. He had to buy in time. Moments. He needed moments. The wind began to blow around him. Sill returned to him, zipping through the air as a ribbon of light. Kaladin ducked another blow, then slammed his improvised shield against the blade of the other, throwing it back. Sand flew as Kaladin leaped back, a shard blade biting the ground before him. Wind. Motion. Kaladin fought two shardbearers at once, knocking their blades aside with the helm. He couldn't attack. Didn't dare try to attack. He could only survive. And in this, the winds seemed to urge him. Instinct, then something deeper, guided his steps. He danced between those blades, cool air wrapping around him. And for a moment, he felt impossibly that he could have dodged just as well as if his eyes had been closed. You could not kill the wind. You could not stop it. It was beyond the touch of men. It was infinite. Heroes of presents Stormpod, a Stormlight Archive Podcast. Book Two, Words of Radiance. This is just a quick spoiler warning for chapters 57 and 58. Uh, we are literally at the very end of part three here. So you don't want to get spoiled. Make sure that you're all caught up on your reading and that you've picked the right episode. You don't want to miss out any of the fun. Um, also, if you have time, go to check out the show notes and go check out our store with t public we've got all kinds of different merch stuff there you can buy yourself a mug if you were into the ugly mugs that we were doing you could buy a t-shirts and hoodies there's all kinds of really fun stuff so um if you want to sport some StormPod stuff go check out t public um the link is on the show notes anyways now is the time for you to enjoy the episode Welcome to the show. I'm your host Sean Q and you know, he just asked me for a boon, but I threw him in jail instead. It's Jack.
1: What's up, man? <laughs> I kind of like jail. You do? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Three meals a day. Well,
1: three meals three squares. No, yeah. I don't. I mean, I I'm very shocked by this conclusion. Dang. From the live read, yeah. Like Yeah. This is crazy. Mhm. It's pretty um, crazy. Pretty crazy. Yeah. What do you think Kaladin's going to think or do?
0: I think he, I think he says it in, those in like the last moments of part three, like, let's not yeah. skip ahead, but let's skip ahead for a second. And he Never says, again. this is what happens when you trust light eyes. Yeah. Never again.
1: Never again. Yeah. Dude.
0: It is Dude. not. You were like, it's like a bunch of chapters ago. You're like, it is not looking good for our boy Kaladin. And now it really no, is not looking good for really Kaladin. It's really not looking
1: good. But here's the thing that that has got me really nervous about this whole thing is that how is he going to react to this? Why would he stay in jail? He,
0: um, uh, we'll get to it later. But uh, Dalinar says, "Do you not take orders anymore? Like, right. if there's anything that Kaladin is, is he's
1: a soldier and he's a damn good one? Yeah, you know? but I don't know. He's breaking free though." We'll see. You know, he's talked about, you know, the like the riding of the winds. Well, he even joining, says it in that like, chapter
0: too. Just try yeah, to execute. Just try to try yeah, to.
1: I know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, like like almost like taunting, like yeah. You know, I know. It's yeah. crazy. Okay, let's get to it. All right. First we have chapter fifty seven to kill the wind. Mm-hmm. Um this was a really appropriately titled chapter. This was really good. Yeah, I love that little moment um, in there. Yeah, it's, it's so good. So the, the, the excerpt is uh, equally uh, confusing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malkin or Malchin Malchin, yeah. Was stymied for though he was inferior to none in the arts of war, he was not suitable for the light weavers. He wished for his oaths to be elementary and straightforward, and yet their spren were liberal as to our comprehension in definitions pertaining to this matter. The process included speaking truths as an approach to a threshold of self-awareness that Malkin could never attain. You have getting Malkin so he, from the Pittsburgh Penguins? So he could never attain, so he could never... So that means that infers that Malkin was not that interested in truth-telling? I
0: guess. not very good at it? Um. Well, it sounds like he might not have progressed in his... Mm-hmm. Um, and, and his abilities as a surge binder, because the more, the, the, the way that you progress is by speaking words, right? Speaking these ideals and with mm. the, uh, um, the light weavers, it's, you speak truths and we know this because Pattern has said this <laughs> to Shalon. though Pattern's also said that you already spoke words and Shalon's just choosing not to remember all that. Remember, she's cutting herself off from some of her memories from her earlier life, and right. and so she's already spoken some words, some truths that have allowed her to be able to get to where she is now in her current like level, let's say, of surge binding. But we don't know what those truths were because they, the pattern said, you already spoke them. Whereas Melchin right. it says, you know, he wasn't suitable for a lightweaver. He clearly was a surge binding person who was down the path of light weaving because that's what they're talking about here he wanted his oaths to be elementary and straightforward yet their spren the cryptics were more liberal Right and pertaining to this matter, the process included speaking truths and being more self-aware. So not just truths like water is wet and you no, know, the, no, but more truths about yourself, like you know, I am a codependent or I am, you know, uh, I, I you know, the, the, these revelations about yourself. And he wasn't willing to do that, so he never progressed right. farther in the um, the leveling up phases of, of surge binding.
1: Interesting, yeah. Well, I, and again, once again, it's a name drop that I I don't have any um, history with, do we? No, we don't. Melgan, Ma- we, well,
0: no. No, this First is a, this is a um a character from a long time ago that we're only being ref- referred here in this Words of Radiance book, right? So, right. Sholanda doesn't even have Words of Radiance anymore. She doesn't even have the book right now.
1: Have the copy? We're yeah. the
0: only. one. She's not reading it. We are like we're reading it for her, you know,
1: right? So. Well, Shalon is there watching Adolin getting beat up. Mm -hmm. So again and again, he is getting hammered by these four Shardbearers. Um, This kind of made me sad. Right at the start of this chapter, that she she was barely betrothed and she'd already failed him. Yeah. Because she feels that she should have seen this loophole. and, And she does, in the text here, it says, as his wife watching for intrigue like this w- would be her duty. Right. So she really, she's really starting to see herself in this role. Right, right. right. No one would
0: expect <clears throat> her to do this, but she's saying if she was his wife, she mm-hmm. would be the one who would be in charge of all this stuff. A lot sure. like what we see ELA
1: is for what Sadius, right? For Sadius, Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well and, aelin seemed about to uh, to give in to these four attackers but then he throws himself back into the fight instead yeah we know why right
0: because relis yeah. is like if you don't fight us we're gonna right. we're gonna slip and kill your brother
1: fool man saberial says too arrogant to see that he's beaten no shallan says there's something more her eyes flick down toward poor renarin Completely overwhelmed as he tries to fight a shard bear. This is cool. Um, for the briefest instant, she considered going down to help. Mm-hmm. Isn't that neat? It's really cool. It's so neat. Yeah, it's one of my. Well, it's one of my tiny little highlights of this chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, but why didn't anybody else help them? She glares across at the gathered Alethi light eyes, including Highlord Amorim, the supposed night radiant i like it i like how that's worded yeah i love it so much isn't that great yeah it's great she's she's but she's calling (laughs) them all out too right like she's thinking why doesn't anybody else get in here to help to help fight for him right nobody went in no
0: i like that the very next line bastard bastard yeah
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah, isn't that cool yeah and then the next line is even more intriguing Shocked at how quickly that sentiment rose inside of her. So I had to stop here and then I need to ask you. Um, does she know about Amaram's incident with Kaladin?
0: Um, no, no. Because if she did, she'd know that Amaram didn't kill her brother. Kaladin did. And she doesn't know that, Right. Right. She thinks Ka- Amaran killed her brother that day on right. the battlefield and took his shards. Right. Right. So.
1: She calls over Pattern and. Um, oh, hold on. There's a part, she, there's
0: a part here that uh, oh, I, yeah. when I read it, she's like, uh, um, uh, Don't shocked think at how quickly it. that sentiment rose. Uh, um, Shalon mm-hmm. looked away. Don't think about it. Right. And then, well, mm-hmm. as anybody was going to ha- uh, as nobody was going to help, both princes seemed to stand a good chance of dying. And as soon mm-hmm. as I read that line doing the research today, I thought, one, two, princess kneel before you. That's what I said now. Princes, princes <laughs> who princes. adore you. That's what I said
1: now. but do 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 Ba-dip, 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 <laughs> yeah shocked at how quickly that sentiment wrote yeah that that was interesting um and then her so quickly you refer to referring to him as a bastard i really like yeah. but she gets pattern involved here and she says go and see if you can distract that shard bear fighting prince renarin yeah so it, it's awesome he's going he, it's awesome. He so he's going to tr- try to accomplish this, but she would try to keep Renarin from getting maimed if she could. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that that pattern is going to go, and and then pattern moves across uh, away from her, and to her, he's very visible, but to right. everyone else, he's virtually invisible.
0: And we know that Sill's done this before. Sill can make herself seen to certain people, right? Mm -hmm. And can make herself unseen, like invisible to certain people too. There are Mm -hmm. certain people that can just see her naturally, like Cal, who's bonded to her and, Mm -hmm. um, and rock who just has an affinity for it. Um, but so maybe pattern has the same kind of thing. Maybe he can make himself be seen and maybe he can make himself invisible. It's interesting.
1: Don't forget. Don't forget is how he is always unseen. Yeah, Sadius is unseen ends, well, he's up, ends up
0: sneaking up on everybody. Yeah, he snuck. Well, he snuck up on uh, on them right here for this fight too, right? Like he. Although it
1: seems that, that that page has turned somewhat,
0: right? And he he did slither out of it though. So we'll we'll get to that later. He did but, but, but he you're he right. Did
1: but he's frustrated. <sighs> I can't that wait was to get a to really that. good moment. Yeah. Slamming his hands on the table yeah. when he gets. That's yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll get to that later. To yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That. <clears throat> okay, so. She's going to try to help him. Don't get yourself killed on me. Aylen colon. She's thinking Mm -hmm. please. And then someone else drops to the sands. Yeah. This is Caledon coming in.
0: This is it. So this is the part when we we kind of
1: left off at for the live read.
0: So tell me a little bit about how you were feeling when we got to this part and you're like, holy shit. Like
1: Cal's in the arena. Yeah. Honor is dead, but I'll see what I can do. Yeah. (laughs) If this goes poorly, take care of my men. Yeah, and then he jumps over, and then
0: this is, like, the resulting... Amazing. It's great, it's great. So this is his POV now, he's
1: jumped into the arena. Right, so it, change, it changes POV in chapter 57. Mm-hmm. Kaladin dashes across the arena floor. This had better end differently than it did the, that time. He's saying to Syl, It will, trust me. Trust. He'd trusted Syl and spoken to Dalinar about Amaram. And that had gone wonderfully right interesting eh this whole that thing of him rushing this?
0: to yeah well it's making him think about it because he's coming to adeline's rescue and he did mm-hmm. the same thing for amram and then it ended up with him being a slave for a year and all of his friends dying yeah. and so like he's like this better end different because you know i already know what this is like going to, to a light eyes rescue right
1: well, well he he should already be in in every respect, I suppose, a Shardbearer. He should. He should. He, he, he should. He, he managed to win a Shardblade. Mm-hmm. they already se- under, like that accomplishment is already under his belt. Right. And he, um, right. and he,
0: that should give him enough status. He should be, as a Shardbearer, he should be elevated higher than most people. Sure. Most yeah. Light Eyes would be below yeah. him in rank because he's a Shardbearer. Regardless of his eye color at that point. Right. And there are, there are some little, uh, moments in way of Kings where, um, Cal's, um, like little friend, Laurel, his childhood friend said, you know, I want you to win a shard blade because you know, your eyes are supposed to change color when you, when you win a shard blade. So this way you'll be a light eyes like me and we can be together kind of thing. Right. But that's just, those are just rumors. We don't know if that's true. Mm.
1: Right. Relis, the one in the black, uh, armor, trailed Stormlight from the cracks in the Vambrace. Mm -hmm. He glances at Kaladin and then turns away, indifferent. Kaladin smiles at this because he doesn't think that a mere spearman, this, this bridge boy (laughs) is a threat. Yeah, go ahead and underestimate me, bro. Yeah, go away. So Kaladin smiles, sucks in Stormlight, and he's, he's only got the spear. Yep. I believe. Mm Mm-hmm and with the sun blazing white overhead he's he's thinking i can get away with more stormlight here right so nobody's going to see this it's not he like it's dark up.
0: right it's not like it's a night fighter anything. and then every, no. he's going to be glowing
1: so right he lunges between two of the shardbearers ramming his spear into rellus's cracked vambrace the man lets out a shout in pain Kaladin puts his own uh, back towards adelin and then adelin says what are you doing here, Bridge Boy? Playing one of the ten fools. That's interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, he's doing something incredibly stupid, which is he's coming out without armor, fighting shard, fighting four shard bearers. So but it, incredibly but is he referring?
1: Is he referring to the knights?
0: Um, To the knights radiant or to the oh, yeah. one of the ten fools is like. A, a, a reference again to the heralds like some or sorry s- not the knights yes, the the heralds yes you My know bad. the 10 fools because they're fools for you know like continuously trying to help and all that kind of it's all mixed up right it's all it's, it's all in there they're heralds they're they're exalted they're amazing they're like godly mm-hmm. beings but they're also fools right. for for doing fools. so kind of thing yeah um, welcome I just, to, I welcome do wanna, to the party. I yeah. love this.
1: Yeah. This is this is so Luke and Han. This is what like, we've waited for. Getting dude. into trouble and uh, and saying, hey, um, you know, uh, how are we doing? You yeah. know, same as always. Don't get know, cocky, you know. kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just it's
0: so classic. It's it's brilliant. This is what we've waited for. You know, the uh, a bromance. You know, I told you, I love a bromance, and these guys are now back to back action movie style. How do we do this? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I love it. Well, it's, they, it's awesome. They,
1: they, they discuss how they're going to do it. Right. Kaladin says, I won't be able to get through their armor with this spear. You'll need to crack it for me. Right. The tip of Kaladin's spear had blood on it. Not much, unfortunately. Right. Cool line, eh? Mm-hmm. I like that. Just keep one of them distracted from me, Aiden says. I can handle two. All right. It was probably the best plan.
0: Yeah, that wasn't what Kaladin was hoping to do. He was like, "But I, like, meaning like, I can fight. You just need to crack armor for me. But okay, if you right. if you think the best strategy is let me distract one and you
1: fight two at once, okay, right? You know, like he he's letting Alan well, take me here. It's funny how a little uh, later in the chapter it gets kind of concluded, I think, by Kaladin that he's like, "Yeah, you know what? Two Shardbearers against." Adolin, that's a fair fight. That is a and, fair and, fight. Yeah. And Ad- and Adolin knows that now and that's why right. he's saying leave me with two. Right. And he's and like so I find that amazing. He's he's leaking stormlight. Um he's he's been beaten <laughs> yeah. like he's never been beaten in a duel before and he's still saying, yeah. even in this state still saying I'll take on two. I can still
0: beat two. Yeah. Like <laughs> Which is hilarious because at the beginning of the last chapter, when we thought we were going to get only two on one, he was nervous. He didn't know if he could do Uh it. And now he's in the throes of fighting four and he's all like, just give me two. I can know I can beat two.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Even in this incredibly weakened state. Yeah. All right. So he says, keep an eye my brother if you can. Adolin says, if things go sour for these three, Mm -hmm. they might decide to use him as leverage against us. Right. Done, says Kaladin. Yeah. And he pulls away and jumps to the side um, as the one with the hammer, which is Ellet, Ellet. Yeah. tries to attack Adolin. So Relis came back in from the other side, swinging, <clears throat> his heart thumping, but training with Zael had done its job. He could stare down that shard blade and feel only a mild panic. <laughs> right. He twisted around Relis, dodging the blade. I love that, too. Bring in Zale's training into mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's good. And staring down the shard blade, no fear. It's how great. many
0: times, Jack, have we talked about training matters? We talk about it all the time, right?
1: I, I wish other I wish other people talked about it. Right.
0: <laughs> and this is a good example of it. You do the training, and then it's yeah. a great point to bring back up in the moment, in the yeah, fight, of course. remembering the, the, the training that you did, right? Like, just, mm-hmm. this is how you do it. Thank you, Mr. Mm-hmm. Sanderson.
1: This is how we do it. Um... <laughs> his heart thumped uh, the training okay the man attacked quickly this was vine stance Kaladin recognized recognizes a style of fighting that focused on defensive footing and flexibility Mm -hmm. but he went more offensive against Kaladin but Kaladin twisted and spun always getting just out of the way of the attacks Relis started cursing then turned back to the fight with Adolin right so he's
0: distracting him, but only for a short time. Relis is like, mm-hmm. this is useless. Right. I have to
1: finish this with a- a- Adelin, right? Or Adeline With it, with Adeline. Kaladin slapped him on the side of the head with the butt of his spear. <clears throat> it was a terrible weapon to be going up against a Shardbearer with, but that's all he's got. Relis turns and sweeps the blade out. Sorry. Relis turned and swept out with his blade. Kaladin pulled back a hair too slowly and the blade... Sheared the pointed end off his spear. Right. So when I first read that, I'm like, oh my god, oh, he's got shit. nothing. So he now he has a toothpick. Right. Um that's great. He can keep his teeth clean during the battle. Very nice. I'm, uh yeah. very good. It's a nice back scratcher. <clears throat> yeah, it doubles as a back scratcher. Back scratcher. Mm-hmm. He tries to lead Relis farther away from the fight. This was frustrating. So Kaladin is trying to lure him away. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when he pulls back too far, Relis just turns back towards Adolin. Right. Because he knows what's at stake. Right. He's a smart fighter. <clears throat> and
0: he, we have to remember that fighter. Relis is the champ. Right. He's not a bad fighter. This guy, he's not no. Elit, his cousin, or even uh, uh, Abravar and uh, um, Yakimov. This, the Relis, the one that Cal is trying to distract is the
1: best duelist in the camps. He's the champ. Until... Until Kaladin sees how Adolin's about to fight. Right. (laughs) So looking at the prince, he was fighting desperately against two opponents as Realis is in closing. Um, Back and forth between these men and storms, he was good, Kaladin notes. Yeah. Kaladin had never seen this level of skill from Adolin on the practice grounds. Nothing there had ever challenged him this much. And a little later, it says 2-1-1 against Adolin actually seemed an even match. Yeah so great great observation from Kaladin Mm -hmm. so you're right this it continues the admiration right between these characters I hope though I hope though that Aelin can also see it with Kaladin too so what I'm really hoping about with this imprisonment with which is I guess taking place at the very end I'm hoping yeah I'm hoping to see Aelin's take on that right
0: well, we're going to get a point of view from him at some point. We just don't know whether or not he's going to reflect yeah. on the fight or if he's going to uh, even have an opinion about, uh, Cal- uh Kaladin being imprisoned. Right. We know how right. Dalinar feels about it a little later. We're going to get to that in the right. next chapter, but
1: we don't really know how Adolin feels about it yet. So. I want, I want Adolin to fight for Kaladin. Yeah, that'd be cool. I really want that. That's what I want. That'd be cool. <clears throat> we'll see if I get it. I don't know. Um, two on one. Kaladin needed to keep Relis distracted, but how? He couldn't get through the plate with a spear. The only weak points were the eye slits and the small crack on the Vambrace. That was cool because I like how that eye slit comes up good at the end there. Right. Wasn't that great? It's so great.
0: And we know that he beat his first Shardbearer with the eye slit when he beat
1: Hellerin. Right? Right. Yeah. Right. Gritting his teeth, Kaladin charged. He crossed the sands in a quick dash. Kaladin jumps to put his feet toward the shard bear and lashing himself that direction many times in quick succession, as many as he dared, so many that he burned through all of his stormlight. And when he hit his opponent, he hit with the force of having fallen much farther. His feet smashed against the plate as he kicked with everything he had Pain shot up his legs like lightning striking, and he heard his bones crack. The kick flung the black-armored Shardbearer forward as if he'd been struck by a boulder. Relis went sprawling on his face, blade flung from his hands. It vanished to mist. Kaladin crashed to the sands, groaning, his stormlight exhausted, and the lashings (laughs) ended. By (laughs) reflex, he sucks in more light from the spheres in his pocket, letting it heal his legs. He'd broken them both. and And his his feet feet. dude that maneuver shattered (laughs) his legs and feet yeah it was that's incredible it's literally incredible it's one of the most amazing things he's done i think in battle dude
0: it's like the drop kick from fucking space
1: it's nuts
0: like i would like to know technically how far because of the lashings the amount of lashings he put in you know, right. um, when, here's a good example. When Zeth turns the, 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 um, the hallway downwards in right. that very mm-hmm. first chapter we get, that very first prologue mm-hmm. we get, yep. he ends up kicking those two guys at the end of the hallway yep. and it's because he turns the hallway downwards. It's a long hallway. It's probably 30 feet, 40 feet or whatever. And so right. he, f- he falls, he doesn't kick them. He literally falls yeah. forward falls. for those yeah. feet. I would love to know how far of a drop kick this is with all these lashings he did like it could multiply by 10 or 20 uh, in distance right like i would i would love to know uh, that would that'd be a question i'd ask mr sanderson mr sanderson how fucking far was that drop kick because it's like a drop kick from
1: space and can you count the, uh, pounds per square inch in terms of the impact? <laughs> yeah, of this what thing? is the like, force? Like, what, what, like yeah. what are we talking about? Like how, yeah. how many hit points, how many hit points does a shard, uh, uh, plate actually have? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> What's its hardness? What's its thickness? I, I um, think, I yeah. think we can gauge how <laughs> strong
0: that kick was by the fact that yeah. it did shatter both his legs and his feet.
1: I know. But you know what? Almost like, almost like Wolverine going all in. Knowing that you have a chance to heal, right? You know, right. it's just—it's crazy. Yeah, it's um,
0: absolutely crazy. Right.
1: He forced to get this. So, the, so even after this impact, he forces himself to roll over, and he's looking at Relis. Incredibly, Kaladin's attacked had cracked the shard plate. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm getting it's incredible. I love this at the shoulders and sides, Relis. I love this line so much, Sean. Relis climbed to his knees. Yeah. It was so hard for him to get up after that kick. Yeah. It was like a climb uh, yeah. to get to his knees. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. For it sure. took that much effort. I yeah. love that little, that little sentence. It's fantastic. Shaking his head, he looked back at Kaladin with what seemed like an attitude of awe.
0: Yeah. Did that regular like it, dude with a spear just fucking
1: dropkick me and broke my and armor? Sh- <laughs> yes, yes, uh, he did. Yes, yes, he exactly, did. Exactly. The answer is yes. Exactly. exactly what he did. Uh, so Adolin spins, um, Adolin spun and came, sorry, be, uh, behind the fallen man, Adolin spun and came in at one of his opponents. It was Ellet. Oh yeah, it's Ellet. Slamming his shard blade. Two-handed into the man's chest, the breastplate there exploded into molten light, and Adolin took a hit on the side of the helm from this. Yeah, that was not good.
0: Yeah, from the man in green. So as he's fighting, he completely yeah. destroys the front of Ellet's uh, right. chestplate. And while he's doing right. that, Yakimov takes get, a hit. Yeah, he shatters his helmet. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. says here in the next paragraph, Adolin is in bad shape. Practically every piece of plate the young man wore was leaking stormlight, and at this rate he'd soon have nothing left and it 'd be too heavy to move in that is so fascinating I, I know we've talked about it before, mm-hmm. but just the fact that when the light leaves, it becomes an immovable thing yeah you just you know what i mean you can't
0: it just slows down
1: slows and like, down yeah. Yeah. yeah it's such a neat uh, because of course it's an it, it's an interesting dynamic. For sure. For sure. Especially when it's used against you. Yeah. Well, As it is.
0: I, Adeline uses it to perfection. He uses. I know. He uses a, a negative into a positive. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get to that after. Yeah.
1: Um, unfortunately, uh, he basically incapacitated one of, his, one of his adversaries. A shard bearer could fight with his breastplate broken, but it was supposed to be storming difficult. Mm -hmm. Indeed, as Elit backed away, his steps were awkward, as if his plate suddenly weighed a lot more. So again, that was an amazing, amazing maneuver by Adolin. Adolin turns to fight the other Shardbearer near him. On the other side of the arena, the fourth man, the one who had been fighting Renarin, was waving his sword at the ground for some reason. And he looked up and saw how poorly things were going for his allies, then left Renarin and dashes across the arena floor. That's interesting. Yeah. What do you what do you think he's swinging at? Swinging at on the, uh, on, the on the ground. It says he looked up. Oh, uh, p- a pattern. Yes, pattern is
0: distracting yeah. him, and he's swinging his yeah. sword at the ground. And he's swinging it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. We don't know what pattern's doing. And maybe right. he's talking to him in a voice that sounds like Rellis, or maybe it's talking to him in a voice that sounds like anyone mm-hmm. that Pattern's heard before, but he's doing something and it's distracting uh, this probably
1: guy. A, my guess is he's probably accusing that guy of being a liar. Uh, and, and the other guy's not having it. He's like, no, I'm not. Mm, I don't lie. lies. I don't tell lies. Mm, lies. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Yeah. Just stop saying that. Stop saying um, that. Wait, Syl says, what is that? She zips away. Kaladin scrambled to his feet. Blessedly, they worked. Yeah. Are we not going to talk about the Syl thing here? Well, I, I want to, but hang on. Uh, d- did I skip something here? Well, she says, Syl says, wait. Dash across the floor. What is yeah, wait, Syl says, what is that? She zips toward Renarin. But Kaladin couldn't spare much thought for her behavior. Right. So what right. do you, think, so what do you she's, think she's going to do? Well, I think she's fascinated by seeing another spren. Right. Pattern. Right. Right. She's like, wait, what, what is that? So she's interacting with, with, with pattern. Mm-hmm. But Kaladin can't really give it any mind. No, and okay. neither can we. Let's get to the fight. <laughs> right. So Kaladin scrambles to his feet. Blessedly, they worked. The bones had reknit it enough for him to walk. Renit? reckon it, reckon it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I re- I it. A re- reconnoiter, <laughs> yeah, reconnoiter. Um, blessedly, they worked. The bowens had re-knit enough for him to walk. He charged Ellet, kicking up uh, sand as he ran, spear clutched in one hand. Elit wobbles toward Adolin. I love that. I like that they're getting weaker, yes. right? Yeah. So you've taken one out. He's stumbling back. Uh, his shard plate's getting heavier. Mm-hmm. You had, you had another one fighting something in the sands yeah. over by Renarin. And even he had to look back and go, I better, I better join. Yeah. He's like fresh. Three... Right. Yeah. So he's coming over, uh, Ellett, El- Ellet is now wobbling, intending mm-hmm. to continue the fight despite of his disabled plate. Kaladin reaches him first, though. Ducking under the man's hasty hammer strike, Kaladin came in swinging from the shoulder, holding a bro- his broken spear in two hands, giving the attack all that he had, and it smashed into Ellet's exposed chest, making a satisfying crunch.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. He, like, broke ribs
1: or his chest Do you think or he something? broke ribs? Oh, Yeah. Yeah. The man lets out an enormous gasp, doubling over. He can't breathe. Kaladin raises his spear to swing again, but the man lifted a wobbling hand, saying something. Yield, his weak voice said. Louder, Kaladin says. The man tried. He's out of breath. Bright Lord Ellet, the judge speaks. Bright Lord Ellet yields the combat, right. she says. She notices He's his out. hand was up, so... Don't you love it when he says louder? Yeah. Like, I can't hear you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love it. Like, you know, I yeah. almost wanted to say, I almost wanted him to say again. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, say it again. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, the man tries at a breath. Oh, sorry. Kaladin backs away from the cowering man. Light on his feet, stormlight thundering inside of him, the crowd roaring, even as many of the light eyes making noise. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the this best made me fights think they've ever of, seen. Made me think of Gladiator again. Win the crowd, right? Yeah. No matter who it is. Yeah, Dark eyes, right. light eyes. Yeah, that's cool. Three, three Shardbearers remained. Relis now turns to his companion in green, both harrying upon Adolin. They had the prince backed up against a wall. The final Shardbearer, wearing orange, arrived to join them, having left Renarin behind. Renarin sat on the sand, head bowed. Dude, you know what though? MVP Renarin. Renarin? Yeah. The he defeated a guy without having to fight. In so many ways, right? Yeah. He just like he came in incredible. and distracted a guy. He was completely willing to die.
0: No no plate, like minimal skill with
1: a sword. Yeah
0: just yeah he's it's
1: it's coming up it's coming up but i had to i had to stop because it's just it's such a he's an i M- think, it's a, he's an I think MV- it's a powerful moment he's an
0: mvb a most valuable brother
1: most valuable brother yeah yeah um more most well I, I guess he considers himself a bridgeman which That's true. i i think he is but anyway um renarin sits on the sand head bowed shard plate stuck to the ground Stuck into the ground before him. Had he been defeated, Kaladin had heard no announcement from the judge. Right. Adolin, uh once again had three people to fight. Relis scores a hit on the helm and the thing exploded, yeah. exposing Adelin's face. He would not last much longer. So it's, yeah. it comes down to this. Yeah, Catal- it's uh, sorry, Kaladin charges up to Ellet, who is trying to hobble off in defeat, and he says, Remove your helm. And the man turns to him with a shocked posture. Your helm, Kaladin screams, raising his weapon as if to strike him. And Kaladin realizes he's not sure if he's supposed to do this. There's some shocks in the crowd. Right. Um. If he did strike him, would it forfeit the duel? Maybe he'd face criminal charges? He wasn't actually sure. Yeah. But it had worked because intimidation happened here. This was yeah. an intimidation check. Yeah. And uh, he actually gives him the... The helmet, yeah. Gives him the, the helm. As he ran, Kaladin drops his broken spear and showed his hand, shoved his hand into the helm from the bottom because he'd learned something about shard plate. It attached itself automatically to the bearer. Right. He'd hoped it might work for the helm now, and it did. The inside tightened around his wrist and when he let go, the helm remained on his hand like a very strange glove. Isn't this fucking cool? Isn't that neat? Yeah. Taking a deep breath, Kaladin yanks out his side knife, a pitiful weapon to use against shard bearers, but that's all he's got. Yeah. I find it interesting that, you know, like a spear, knife, it's almost like he's got the tools of a fisherman. Almost. Maybe
0: he should go up to the Pure Lake and hang out with Ishik. Maybe Maybe he should. Yeah, maybe he should.
1: Still, he could uh, not use the spear one-handed. He charges Relis again. This time, Relis backs away. He watches Kaladin, sword held out. At least Kaladin had managed to worry him. Right.
0: Which wasn't the the same as earlier when he turned his back on him. Right. Yeah. Now he's got to
1: respect him. However, once a sufficient distance away, Kaladin turns and dashes back towards Adolin and the two men he was fighting. He left Relis standing there in an anxious pose, momentarily befuddled. Like yeah. Kaladin's retreat. So he kind of lures him away this time yeah. successfully. And then bolts. Yeah. And then bolts. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Um. He, so he bolts. The man in green turns with surprise at Kaladin's advance. He swung and Kaladin caught the blow on the shard, on the shard plate helm. So he's got this like, almost like an iron pot. Like, <laughs> his, pretty his, much. His fist, yeah. It's pretty much know? that. Um. Deflecting it, the man grunts as Adolin threw everything that he had at the other Shardbear, the one in orange, slamming his weapon down again and again, and for a short time, Adolin had only one foe to fight. Mm -hmm. Green Plate attacked Kaladin again, who deflects the blow with the helm, which cracked and did begin leaking stormlight. Relis came charging up the other side, but didn't join the fight against Adolin. he thrust it at Kaladin. Yeah, so now Cal is being Who's flanked. the larger threat? Right. Without plate. Right. Well, he's got a little bit now. hmm he's got, he's got one on his hand. He's got, yeah, yeah, he's got a little bit. <laughs> he, 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 he's got a plate handkerchief. Yeah. Um, Kaladin gritted his teeth, dodging to the side, feeling the blade pass in the air. He had to buy Aelin time. Moments, he needed moments. The wind began to blow around him. Sill returned to him, zipping through the air as a ribbon of light. Mm -hmm. Kaladin ducked another blow and then slammed his improvised shield against the blade of the other, throwing it back. Sand flew as Kaladin leaped back, a shard blade biting the ground before him. Wind and motion. Kaladin fought two shard bearers at once, knocking their blades aside with the helm. He couldn't attack, didn't dare try to attack... He could only survive. And to this, the winds seemed to, to urge him. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that?
0: It's amazing. It, like the winds just come, come to him, right? He's like instinct Then something deeper guided his steps and you can
1: hear. He couldn't attack. He didn't dare try. He could only survive. Right. Like he, he knows in this moment he can only deflect. Right. Or only wait for another moment. Right. He's literally, he's trying to buy
0: Adeline a couple of rounds in D&D terms. He, he knows that Adeline can take this one guy out. So he's Mm -hmm. just got to keep these two guys occupied as long as he can. Yeah.
1: It's pretty neat. And the winds seem to urge him.
0: Yeah. He's like, it says he danced between those blades, cool air wrapping around him. And for a moment he felt impossibly that he could have dodged just as well if his eyes had been closed. I know it's like he's blind fighting, like he's able to blind fight now. Like what he's the fuck? He's so so comfortable with it. Yeah, yeah it's he's just in the flow. It's,
1: it's yeah, it's it's completely instinctual for him. Mm-hmm. The shardbearers are cursing, trying again and again. Kaladin heard the judge say something, but he was too absorbed in the fight to pay attention. That was cool because this is somebody else tapping out here, isn't right? It? This is the guy in
0: orange, obviously,
1: right? Yeah, but he couldn't hear. The crowd was growing louder. He leaped. Sorry, yeah, he leaped one attack and then stepped just to the side of another. He could not kill, sorry, you could not kill the wind. You could not stop it. It was beyond the touch of men. It was infinite. Mm-hmm. Cool, right? Isn't that great? Yeah. So cool. Can't kill the wind. Um, And then his stormlight yeah, runs out. That's amazing. His stormlight, yeah, and then his stormlight ran out. You can't kill it and then he runs out of gas. Yeah. Um... Kaladin stumbles to a halt. The helm, he realized, noticing that it was gushing stormlight from its numerous cracks, had not yet hadn't exploded. It had somehow fed upon his stormlight. Relis attacked, and Kaladin barely scrambled out of the way. He hit. He hit. His back hit the wall of the arena. Greenplate saw his opening and raised his blade. Someone hopped on him from behind, and Caldren watched, dumbfounded. As Adolin grappled Greenplate latching onto him. So this is really neat because this is putting everything you have at your disposal to win this fight. Mm -hmm. Adolin's armor hardly leaked at all anymore. His stormlight was exhausted and it seemed that he had, sorry, it seemed that he could barely move. The sand nearly displayed a set of lurching tracks that led away from Orange Plate who lay in the sand defeated. The man had, had yielded. Adolin had beaten his foe, then walked slowly, one laborious step after another, over to where Kaladin fought. Imagine that walk. Yeah. You know?
0: He's slowly walking, right? His, yeah. All of his stormlights like, gushing out. He's slowly
1: getting there. Yeah. Carrying a bridge, you know, Mm -hmm. um, green plate cursed, swatting at Adolin, the prince held on and his plate had locked as they called it, becoming heavy and almost impossible to move. The two teetered and then toppled over. Adelin has the
0: mind, the sense of, 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 of will to slowly walk over as his armor's dying, put his he wins a grapple check he put he puts his arm around yakimov and then his armor locks in pretty much making yakimov unable to continue the fight right he hasn't given up yet but he's literally locked up in a in a bear hug that he can't break free because the armor is completely locked
1: yeah it's amazing making making it completely yeah he's completely incapacitated his, his opponent yeah um yeah, this is amazing. Uh, they follow, Rellis turns and dashes across the sands towards Renarin. This, okay, so I was nervous once yeah. again. so Because I've been just thinking that we're going to get a character death. And, yeah. and so I'm like, oh, okay, this is it. This yeah. is it. So I'm thinking, okay, R- Renarin is in big trouble here. Mm-hmm. The boy looks up, storms he'd been crying. Mm-hmm. W- was he hurt? He didn't look it. Surrender, Kaladin says. The he's lad,
0: try, yeah, he's trying to get yeah. Renarin to yield here. He's like, yield! Yeah. Just say you surrender. Yeah.
1: The lad focused on Relis, who was bearing down on him, but said nothing. Instead, Renarin dismisses his blade. Again, this is like Luke Skywalker, like, saying, never, I'll never join you. Yeah. I'm not going to fight. mm mm-hmm. he, he lowers his weapon. Mm-hmm. Relis skids to a stop Raising his blade high over his head Toward the defenseless prince Renarin closed his eyes Looking upward as if Exposing his throat Like that's crazy Yeah Not even crazy it's It's actually it's Poetic and it's beautiful It's also very very sad he's willing to lay his life down for his brother and for, for honor for his family. He can't do anything else. No, you know, he can, he can, he's tried. He can yield. He should have yielded. He can yield. Right. Kaladin wasn't going to arrive in time. Relis hesitated, fortunately, as if unwilling to strike Renarin. Kaladin arrived. Relis spun around and swung at him instead. See, this is interesting about Relis. Relis couldn't go forward with it. Yeah.
0: He like has a little bit of himself that maybe has still honor. He's well, that's, unarmed. That's
1: what I was thinking.
0: You know, I'm not going to, am I going to kill an unarmed man? Like what, really? Like I'm going
1: to slaughter him like this? If it had been Sadius or maybe Amaram, they wouldn't have thought twice. Maybe. But but, with, but within but, Relis, but Relis, this might... is a spark of hope. Like I'm, I'm hoping that the days of Relis are not over. Oh, you like that we'll see him again yeah Hmm. because that's indicative honor is dead but i'll see what i can do okay kaladin is in this in a way to see honor resurrected from the dead right right but here there's a little spark of it a tiny little bit yeah i have to see that it has to be so Mm. Why would why why did he stop? He he attacks Kaladin. Kaladin comes in, skids to his knees in the sand, momentum carrying him forward a short distance. As the blade fell, he raises his hands and snaps them together, catching the blade. So I guess Zael did teach him how to do that. <laughs> it's like it's it's like it's like that moment in Kill Bill. It like, is like uh, that the, moment uh, in Kill Bill. That's what I
0: was just gonna the say. Fi- the, the,
1: the five point.: <laughs> Oh, I guess he did uh, teach you that move. Of course
0: he did. Yeah, yeah of course he did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Catching the blade, screaming is the next sentence. Mm-hmm. Why, Why would could he, he hear-, hear screaming? Right. Why could he hear right. screaming? Inside his head. Was that Sill's voice? Mm-hmm. So, I guess. Okay, this maneuver of clasping the blade—it's mm-hmm. the first instance where, or maneuver, where you're in contact with the blade. Um, like how, like how does it work in terms of like this? Do you have to? Do you have to be in gauntlet? The first time Kaladin has touched a shard blade, but he touched it. So my understanding. When Dalinar did it was that he his hands were gauntleted or were they not?
0: Um, oh, I don't know about that. I, I don't think that Dalinar had his armor on because they weren't expecting no. an attack. Um, so he just caught it like normal. Remember Zale said that catching the blade is actually not that hard because people who use shard blades are so used to it just going through like butter and just, you know, right. you cut just a slight cut. You don't actually have to throw a lot of weight behind it. Mm-hmm. So it's actually rather mm-hmm. easy
1: to catch. Okay. But as for... Because, the, because what, what I'm thinking is it's like physical contact. Right. This is the, the, the first blade.
0: time Cal has touched any shard blade. Because even the one he won from Helloran, right. he didn't have a chance to touch. Because it was taken from him. It was taken from on the battlefield. They would have taken it. And yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, this is his first contact with a shard blade.
1: I wonder if that blade will come back to him. That like, there's like a, like when a blade is won, mm-hmm. there's like a, um,
0: like an instant con, like an instant bond. Yeah, or like, like a, instant, a connection
1: uh, that happens because, like, almost like the blade knows that it was won by. You know what I mean? Like it's that you know like that, that, that makes
0: me think of that makes me think of the uh, the master wand, or the elder wand from Harry Potter.
1: Oh, I don't know if I understand. That's another
0: thing altogether, though. Oh is well it? um and yeah it's but d- it works quick, similarly to explain with the yes, it's that kind of thing like if if you disarm the person who has the elder wand, mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. then that wand belongs to you. the elder wand only works for the person who disarmed the 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 the, the current owner, so if I disarmed him <sighs> with the wand mm-hmm. and he he drops it, he's disarmed, and then he ends up dying or whatever. And then someone else takes that wand. That wand won't work the same way for that person because it really belongs to the person who disarmed the 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 current owner. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like what you're saying, where you know, because he won it, he m- might have a connection with it. But but yeah, let's get right. back to this here. Why would he hear screaming inside his head? I don't Was know. Was that Sill's voice? Sill's voice.
1: Now Sill has, yeah, right. Sil has expressed concern.
0: Yeah, Sill has expressed concern. Yeah. Kaladin touching over the Shardblades. shard yeah. blades. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Re- re- you're right. It it reverberated through him. That horrible, awful screech shook him, made his muscles tremble. So the only thing I can think of here is that if it has anything to do with Sill, somehow shard blades have something to do with Spren feeling pain or being killed or exterminated. Or it's that The contact with the blade um from Kaladin uh maybe brings him closer to becoming a shard bearer, which she doesn't want for some reason. Like these are all good thoughts. They're all good all good theories. I don't know. Like 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 maybe that's her crying, like, no, like you can't become a shard bearer, like you can't get close to this thing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. It, it was an interesting, uh, point in the chapter. I did make an asterisk, but it was only, it was only to ask you. Basically, I don't really understand what. And I can and I means. can't
0: explain it because it hasn't been revealed in the story yet. So. Okay. He released the blade with a gasp. Relis dropped right. the blade as if bitten. He backs away from it, raising his hands to his head. What is it? What is it? No. Right. I didn't kill you. He shrieked as if in pain and then he ran across the sands, pulled the door to the preparation room open and then Kaladin heard his screams echoing inside. So a little later
1: he says... Oh, Long after the man vanished. So is so was, was that him saying that he was disappointed that he didn't kill Kaladin? Hmm. Maybe. Like is he saying... What is it... Like, because he came in with a big blow. Kaladin catches it right
0: they seem to both hear something because little later cal supposes that the only people that heard that screaming was him and relis right what is it what is it no i didn't kill you
1: no No, it's it's, i didn't it's shouted it's like it's like no i didn't kill like you know I, i i interpret it like he was frustrated that he didn't, that kill he didn't land that blow and kill count. Like he was going for a killing blow. Yeah. But what is he saying about the, what is it? Is he
0: that obviously I hearing the screams too, I think.
1: I maybe, yeah, maybe it's just the confusion from hearing the hmm. screams. Whereas yeah. Because like, then the, Relis like, runs away in is that? fright. Right. And maybe, maybe a little bit of shame. Maybe. Because he was going for this killing blow and it didn't even happen. Right. The arena grew still, so this is interesting. No big cheers right away. Mm -mm. High Lord Relis Ruthar, the judge says, forfeits by cause of leaving the dueling arena. Kaladin climbed, trembling to his feet. He glanced at Renarin, and the lad was fine. Kaladin was pretty sure they hadn't heard that scream, though. Mm -hmm. It had only been audible to him and Relis. Right. He stopped up to Aelin and Greenplate. Stand up and fight me, Greenplate shouted. Kaladin knelt down. Greenplate struggled more as Kaladin retrieved his side knife from the sand and then pressed the tip of it into the opening in Greenplate's armor. Mm -hmm. The man grew perfectly still. Are you going to yield, Kaladin growled, or do I get to kill my second Shardbearer? Silence. You know what I like about that moment
0: is that he says that to Yakimov, but in front of yeah. Adeline,
1: he said, "And anyone who could have heard this, right?
0: He, I mean, he he growled. I, I don't so know how he loudly, loudly he growled it, but yeah, right.
1: Like the cr- the crowd might have heard this. The, they might have, yeah, they might have." Um. <laughs> He says, storms, curse, curse, curse both of you, this Greenplate says, funny. this wasn't a duel, this was a circus. I love that. Grappling is the way of the coward. So again, you've got Adolin, like, grappled onto him, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And and he's like, this is the way of a, cow- uh, of a coward. Kaladin pre- presses the knife in farther. Right. Doesn't even hesitate. No. I yield, I yield. Storm it, I yield. Yeah. Bright Lord Yakamev yields. The day goes to Bright Lord Adolin, the judge says. Yeah. The dark eyes in their seats cheered. The light eyes seemed stunned. <laughs> right? Sil, Sil sp- spins with the winds and Kaladin could feel her joy. The prince lay in a depression in the sand exposed to the broken pieces of plate and there's Adolin laughing. Yeah. Kaladin sat down beside the prince as Adolin laughed himself silly, tears streaming from his eyes. That was the most ridiculous thing I've ever done. Adolin says, oh, wow. I think I just won three full suits of plate and two blades, bridge boy. Here, help me get this armor off. Your armorer can do that. No time, he says. Storms, completely drained. Hurry, help me with this. There's something yet for me to do. Mm hmm I have to challenge Sadius. Right. That was the whole point of all of this. He reached in under Adolin's gauntlet, helping him. It takes some time. I think Renarin comes over to help. They pulled off the gauntlet and then worked on the other one. A few minutes later, Renarin wanders over and helps. Kaladin didn't ask him about what had happened. Right. I thought that was interesting too. Yeah. But again, like it takes time to get this up. This is like over several minutes. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, it's not, it's not like something you can it's not use easy, off no. quickly. Especially yeah, because no. it's
0: all, uh, it's all drained of its stormlight. It says here mm-hmm. that, uh, that, um, Renarn comes over and mm-hmm. he, he brings over some spheres. spheres. So they're like mm-hmm. putting spheres on them, letting the armor suck out the stormlight so it can like reactivate temporarily, then take right. them off. Right.
1: It's crazy. Mm-hmm. They worked to the roar of the crowd as Aelin finally got free of the plate and stood up. Ahead, the king had stepped up beside the judge, one foot on the railing, around the arena, and he looked down at Aelan, who nods. "'This is Aelan's chance, but it can be my chance, too,' Kaladin thinks. Hmm. "'The king raised his hands, quieting the crowd. "'Warrior Duelmaster,' the king shouts, "'I am greatly pleased by what you have accomplished today. "'This was a fight the like of which hasn't been seen in Althcar for generations.' You have pleased your king greatly. More cheering. Mm. I could do this, Kaladin thinks. I offer you a boon. Name what you wish of me or of this court, and it shall be yours. No man, having seen this display, could deny you. The right of challenge, Kaladin thinks. Adelin sought out Sadius, who had stood and was making his way up the steps to flee. He's already, you know... Like Sadius is he, smart, he's, dude. He knows what the fuck's the happening. He's leaving the game early. Yeah. He's not staying till the end. He's leaving yeah. the game. He's, yeah, already, he's, like, he's, he's out of the bleachers. Yeah. He's like, I got to get to my car. Yeah. I'm just, i I'm not going to stay in the end. Forget this. Yeah. I'm out of here. I don't need to see yeah. the encore. <laughs> I'll just go. No.
0: We can listen encore, to the encore on the way
1: to the car. Let's just do that. Yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Beck a hundred times. I'm not staying. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> So for, so, for my boon, he says, Adelin shouts, I demand the right of challenge. I demand the chance to duel High Prince Sadius right here and now as redress for the crimes he committed against my house. Bold words. to call it crimes. Yeah. Sadius stops on the steps. Right. A murmur runs through the crowd. They got him. Adelin Adolin looked as if he were going to say something more, but hesitated as Kaladin steps up beside him. And for my boon, Kaladin shouts, I demand the right of challenge against the murderer Amaram. He stole from me and slaughtered my friends to cover it up. Amaram branded me a slave, and I will duel him here, right now. That is the boon I demand.
0: I, it it's, it feel, makes me feel so awkward. I remember my feeling when I first read it. I was like, oh, God. And then you read no. beside him, Adeline groaned. That's how I felt. I went, oh, God, Cal. Yeah.
1: Adeline, yeah <laughs> Adeline groans. The king's jaw drops. The crowd grew very still. And Adeline groaned. Caladin didn't spare either one a thought. Across the distance, he met the eyes of Bright Lord Amaram, the murderer and he saw horror therein. Amram stood up, then stumbled back. He hadn't known, hadn't recognized Kaladin until just then. You should have killed me, Kaladin thought. The crowd started to shout and yell. Arrest him, the king bellows over the din. Perfect, Kaladin grinned, until he noticed the soldiers were coming for him and not Amram. Mm-hmm. What a great way to end the chapter. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's so,
0: it's so funny though, because um, you know, the way that amram reacts to this, Kaladin and not spare uh, either one of thought. Across the distance he met the eyes of Bright Lord Amaram, the murderer. He saw horror therein. amram stood up and right. stumbled back. If anyone was watching amram in that moment, he would have looked fucking guilty as fuck. So dude. guilty. Yeah. So
1: guilty. But I have to I have to say I am extremely, as I'm sure you are. I'm extremely dis- disappointed in Elokar. Like, I understand that you can't accuse these high princes, these, these light eyes of crimes you, need, you know, I, I, I get it, like proof, proof before, you know, um, conviction. Mm-hmm. I, I totally get that, but you know, he's already gone to Dalinar, and, and then Dalinar, in, the, in this next chapter, is about to tell us that he's already looked into it. Yeah, and he didn't find any of the claims you know any of any of calvin's claims could not be substantiated in fact it was the opposite Amaram had already set up like 17 witnesses right. light-eyed and and but and dark-eyed did dalinar see
0: Amaram's reaction when he was accused just now if he saw that he would have been like oh fuck
1: look how guilty he looks you know what i mean he certainly he certainly didn't bring it up to um Alucard Kaladin or Kaladin chapter. yeah so he must but let's seen. let's take a break because 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 the next chapter is is um is short but let's let's do highlights of this one yeah what, yeah what what are your thoughts my uh my highlight there's so much to love
0: about this fight um, mm-hmm. my, dude, my highlight's got to be the tango and cash moment when Adeline and Kaladin got their backs together once, <laughs> once enemies are now brothers yeah. in arms and they're like, let's yeah. do this. Yeah. That's my highlight, bro. It's amazing. Oh,
1: dude. Tango and cash. What a missed opportunity for a sequel. Yeah, like,
0: so great. One of my, it's probably still so one of my good. favorite movies of all time. Action
1: movies. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, I love it so much. The dynamic between those two was just killer. Yeah. It's so good. Um, I like that you like it. That's good. Um, We should should bromance. We'll we'll have to watch it. We will. We should watch it together, dude. You know what we should do? Werewolf.
0: We should get Werewolf to do it for a movie night. That's what we'll do. Tango and Cash. Okay, cool. (laughs) Cool, cool. So what's your highlight?
1: Highlight for me, I think, is still Renarin. You know, when faced with a shard bear bearing down on him, like Relis was using it as an opportunity to gain advantage. Mm Mm-hmm going after the weakest one right right and if he yielded so is it my understanding that that if he if if renarin yielded the entire fight is over no only that just like ellet yields
0: the fight still continues so if renarin had yielded he would have been out of the fight let's say renarin comes out but he was going to
1: injure him, right? Like, like he, he was hoping, ob- you know what? Now I realize something, maybe. Rellis was hoping that in threatening Renarin, his brother would have yielded. Or that Adelin would have yielded. Or that
0: he, he sees how beat up Adolin is and how much his stormlight is leaking out of his armor. He could keep yeah. him in the fight longer. Because he said, he doesn't want you, he, I don't want you to yield. I don't want you this fight to be over. I want to punish you this isn't about honor it's about punishment right
1: punishment so yeah.
0: you we're brothers out now you know uh Aberbauer is but she's gonna not slip up a sword and you're gonna stay in this fight and you're gonna keep getting your ass kicked by the three of us right right but the, the great thing is is that yeah, by renard coming out and distracting just for that little bit of time even though he couldn't mm-hmm. do anything he does distract allowing Adeline to only have to deal with three instead of four, and then when Kaladin comes in, now he only has to deal with two yep. instead of three, yep. right? Yeah. So even though Renard, like you said, brave. didn't really do I, I anything, don't know. yeah, it is incredibly. Brave. It's so
1: brave. He he dismisses the, the, his blade, exposing his throat. Yeah, like it, it's 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 like a lamb giving its life willingly on the altar, like laying itself down on a stone altar, just laying there waiting for the dagger to. You know, like mm-hmm. that's, that's incredibly brave. So I, for me, that's the moment that really stuck out. I mean, all of the maneuvers that Kaladin did yeah, uh, were were incredible. I, I didn't pick Kaladin's moment as declaring with Amaran my favorite because to be perfectly honest, it didn't feel entirely right that it was his moment to do that. It wasn't. In my in, in, in my in my opinion. Like it, it was like, I don't know how you let's feel uh, let's actually it,
0: wait to ta- discuss that till after this next yeah. chapter because okay. Dalinar confronts him about it.
1: So never again chapter 58 um this is a short chapter but it's pretty sweet. It's nice. Uh the excerpt to the beginning so Milishi retired to his tent and resolved to destroy the void bringers upon the next day, but that knight did present a different stratagem related to the unique abilities of the bondsmiths. And being hurried, he could make no specific account of his process. It was related to the very nature of the heralds and their divine duties, an attribute the bondsmiths alone could address. I like these bondsmiths. Sounds interesting, eh? So
0: a new order of... Yeah. uh, ...of knights radiant... The Bondsmiths. It's so the, the first bondsmiths. time we hear about them, and it sounds like Melishi was going to destroy the Voidbringers, but then mm. something about the unique abilities of the Bondsmiths made him rethink what he was going to do and do a different strategy. So we're not sure exactly right. what that is, but and it, whatever that strategy is, has to do with the very nature of heralds and their divine mm-hmm. duties, and it's something only the Bondsmiths could do hmm.
1: So fascinating. hmm. Well, we get right into it here. Captain Kaladin is a man of honor, Elokar, says Dalinar. He was the only one who went to help my sons. That's his job, says the king. <laughs> Kaladin listens uh, dully, chained to a seat inside Dalinar's rooms back in the war camp. They hadn't gone to the palace, and Kaladin, and Kaladin didn't know why. Right. Well, now we know why. Right, the three of them were alone. He insulted a high lord in front of the entire court, says Elokar. He dared challenge a man so high above his station; the gap between them could hold a kingdom. He was caught up in the moment, Dalinar says. Be reasonable, Elokar. He just helped bring down four Shardbearers. Caught up in the moment. Like, what do you think about that? Well, uh, does Dalinar really think that? He doesn't. I no, but I think he caught kinda, up in the moment, he's
0: def- he's defending him. <coughs> he is defending him because I mean, he he's also did something him, amazing, which, 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 which is I save like. His which I yeah. like. Yeah, you know, he he says, you know, he um, he dared cha- challenge a man so high above his station, the gap between mm-hmm. them could hold a kingdom. I fucking right. love that line. But he, <laughs> but he's a dark-eyed man challenging a light-eyed man, mm-hmm. and even light-eyed men would never insult each other in public like that. If anything we know about a society, they always pretend to be nice to each other. Right. Mm -hmm. And so even like a light eyed man of station stuff. No, but, but, but I guess my, my point is that even in their society, light eyed men do not insult each other in public Mm. like that. They're, Mm -hmm. they're too tactful other than that. And so this, a dark eyed man doing it is even worse. Like, like a thousand magnitudes different, like worse than, than if it was a light eyed man doing it to a light eyed man.
1: On a dueling ground where his help was invited, Elokar said, I still don't agree with letting a Dark Eye's duel Shardbearers. If you hadn't held me back... I won't stand for this, Uncle. I won't. Common soldiers challenging our highest and most important generals, it's madness. What I said was true, Kaladin whispers. Don't you speak. You've ruined everything. We lost our chance at Sadius. Aelin made his challenge, Kaladin says. Surely Sadius can't ignore it Of course he can't Elokar shouts He's already responded Adolin didn't get a chance to pin down the duel Dalinar says Looking at Kaladin As soon as he was free of the arena Sadius sent word agreeing to duel Adolin In one year's time
0: Fucking sneaky ELA
1: Yep One year's time What's going to happen in that year? hmm Um. Well, that's what Cal thinks, right? Caledon says, yeah, felt a hollowness in his stomach. By the time a year had passed, chances were the duel wouldn't matter anymore. Right. He wiggled out of the noose, Elokar says. We needed that moment in the arena to pin him down, to shame him into a fight, and you stole that moment, Bridgman. I, I, it's funny, like, even after that fight, Adolin still refers to him as Bridge Boy. Here he's Bridgeman. The gap, like you said with the line, the gap mm-hmm. between them is could hold an entire kingdom. Does anybody see Kaladin as an equal? A Bridgman as an equal? A Dark Eyes as an equal? A listener mm-hmm. as an equal? Does anybody? Mm-hmm. Like no. it's it's so it's so incredibly no. disappointing.
0: Though I'll say this. The king and Dalinar do have a point here. Cal really did fuck up their plan. Now, he shouldn't be debased because of dark eyes versus light eyes or highborn versus lowborn or whatever, but he did fuck up their plan, which is what Elokar's mostly
1: pissed off about. Caladin lowers his head. He'd have stood up to confront them except for the chains. They were cold around his ankles. He remembered chains like those. This is what you get, Uncle, Elokar says, for putting a slave in charge of our guard, Storms. What were you thinking? What was I thinking in allowing you? You saw him fight, Elokar, Dalinar said. He is good. It's not his skill, but his discipline that is the problem. Execution, Kaladin looks up sharply. Don't be ridiculous, Dalinar says. It is the punishment for slandering a high lord. It is the law. You can pardon any crime as king. Don't tell me honestly you want to see this man hanged after what he did today. So you would stop me? I wouldn't stand for it, that's certain. Am I king? Says Elokar. Of course you are. You don't act like it. You're going to have to decide something, uncle. I won't continue letting you rule, making a puppet of me. I'm not. I say the boy is to be executed. What do you say of that? I'd say that in attempting such a thing, you'd make an enemy of me, Elricar. Ooh, hmm. This is
0: getting at it like a deeper that's, that's issue. That's pretty here. bold. Yeah, yeah, very bold. Well, remember very... in the last chapter—not the last one, but the one before—Elricar said, "No, you can't use my sword." No, mm-hmm. you're not allowed going down there. Think Sadius is going to fucking right. try to kill you down right. there. So, he's gaining a little bit, Elric's gaining a little bit more uh bravery mm-hmm. when dealing with his uncle. But there is a deeper problem here. Am
1: I king? Right. Am I yeah, or 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 are you ruling me? Or you? are you ruling me as a puppet? It's 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 something that eludes characters like Elokar right he just doesn't get it he doesn't get it that his uncle is looking out for the for his his own good Mm -hmm.
0: but at the same time though Dalinar is doing what he wants and Elokar is not really king sure he can make decisions and he makes proclamations but it's Dalinar that makes him
1: do all those things you know yeah but yeah but a, a king a king a king just can't be uh your decisions and whims unchecked for sure for sure not not. and i'm not saying elicar
0: should make all the decisions no but i'm saying he feels a certain way about it and that is driving a lot of this this moment here
1: you know what i mean i suppose you're right that um that dalinar's i guess dalinar's faith in kaladin has messed this moment up and that is being used here as uh, weaponry for Elokar's point. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. Um, like, I, su- I suppose that if it had gone more to their plan, but again, like, what would have prevented Sadius from agreeing to a, a a duel in a year's time if Kaladin hadn't spoken out? Because Adelin could have... Sh- well, it, we, we get it. He, we get it right here. So let's continue the chapter because Elokar brings sure. it up. Okay. Just, okay, so I I say the boy is to be executed. What do you say to that? I'd say that in attempting such a thing, you'd make an enemy of me, Elokar. Just try to execute me, Kaladin thought. Just try. Yeah. The two stared at each other. Finally, Elokar says, prison. How long? Dalinar asks. Mm -hmm. Until I say he's done. Very well, Dalinar agrees. And the king leaves. "'Hypocrite,' Kaladin hisses. "'He's the one who insisted you put me in charge of his guard, "'and now he blames you?' "'Dalinar sighs, kneeling down beside Kaladin. "'What you did today was a wonder. "'In protecting my sons, you justified my faith in you "'before the entire court, "'and unfortunately then you then threw it away. "'He asked me for a boon. "'I got one, it seems,' raising his hands, "'showing his manacled hands. He asked Adelin for a boon. You knew what we were, uh, about. Soldier, you heard the plan in conference with us this morning. You overshadowed it in the name of your own petty vengeance. Amaram, I don't know where you got this idea about Amaram, but you have to stop. I checked into what you said after you brought it to my attention the first time. Seventeen witnesses told me that Amaram won his Shardblade only four months ago, long after your ledger says you were made a slave lies right don't you love it that he says patterns that's so me <good>. too
0: i actually was wrong he we don't get back to that moment it's actually a little earlier when elecar says it's a little early we needed yeah. that moment in the arena to pin him down to shame him into a fight so when he leaves yeah but if he's if he declines the fight and says oh i'll fight you in a year in front of all the other high lords all right. the other high lords will be like Boo. This is the right of challenge. You're supposed to fight him now. Like you, all the other high Lords would have shamed him. And if he would have sneaked yeah. him his way out of then in front of everybody, then all of his standing and
1: authority with all his coalition would have dropped down. Right. Right. So it w- it would have created a better moment. You're right. It would have created, a, a, and, and you're right. Al- Kaladin stole the moment because of the shocking accusation that he made. Mm-hmm. Like right. I, I mean, if, if Kaladin had just invoked the right of challenge to Amaram and left it at that, no accusation. It still wouldn't have worked because Adeline's the one
0: who won this fight. Right, he was the one who was going in and dueling
1: Relis, and, and, and who was given the boon. Yeah, 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 so it wasn't. Yeah, Kaladin, Yeah, you're right. K- Kaladin really. Me- he he really did. Mess he really up. messed it up. He, yeah, he 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 overstepped. Mm-hmm. He, he had. He chose, a, he chose a moment that really had nothing to do with him.
0: Yeah, the revenge
1: clouded it really his didn't. eyes. Right. Yeah, that's always been my concern. Yeah, you
0: overshadowed him. it in the name of your own petty vengeance.
1: Yep. 17 men, Dalinar, repeated, light-eyed and dark, along with the word of a man I've known for decades, you're wrong about him, soldier, you're just plain wrong. But see, that I don't like. No. But Dalinar, because, didn't you because, just see
0: how he reacted when I called him a murderer? He stumbled back like he was guilty, did you not see? Right, No, right. actually, I was looking at my sons, I was making sure that my sons were okay. Motherfucker, you didn't see it? <laughs> God damn it.
1: <laughs> uh... Yeah, I wish he had seen that. Maybe Navani was breathing in his ear or something like that. Um, if he is so honorable, Kaladin whispered, then why didn't he fight to save your sons? Dalinar is quiet on this point. Yeah, that's Doesn't a have good anything to say. point. Well, this is, this is what Shallan's point was. Right. Where are the other, are there no other heroes here? Are there, is, there, is there no one else who will step up? There's
0: literally a stadium of heroes here.
1: Literally. Yeah. It doesn't matter, Kaladin says, looking away. You're going to let the king put me in prison. Yes, Dalinar says. Elokar has a a temper. Once he cools down, I'll get you free. But for now, it might be best if you had some time to think. They'll have a tough time forcing me to go to prison. Haven't you been listening, Dalinar says. Have you not felt what is coming? Have you not seen how this kingdom squabbles? We don't have time for this. We don't have time for games. Stop being a child and start being a soldier. You'll go to prison and you'll go happily and that's an order. Or do you listen to orders anymore? Kaladin is stammering. Mm -hmm. Dalinar stands up, rubbing his hands on his temples. I thought we had Sadius cornered there. I thought maybe we'd be able to cut his feet out from under him and save the kingdom and now I don't know what to do. He Turned and walked to the door. Thank you for saving my sons. He leaves Kaladin alone in the cold stone room. Yeah, pretty heavy, Ooh, eh? It's that's heavy harsh, stuff. bro. It's hard, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's good though. Like, the, the, on, the only thing that I, I don't like about this moment is that Kaladin, sorry, Dalinar is set in stone that Amaram did not do these things to, to right. Kaladin, as Kaladin's saying. We we
0: see that Amaram like, and Dalinar are like really close.
1: Yeah, this is incredibly unfortunate for this Kaladin situation because he's not going to let go unless he learns how to let go of this of this thing with, with Amaram. Right. I, I don't know how he could possibly let go, but mm-hmm. Well the
0: problem is now that Amram knows he still exists and that he's here and that he's the captain of the, the colon guards. So even if, uh, uh you know, um, Kaladin gets to a point where he can let it go. Amram probably won't.
1: Yeah, you're right. Cause the fool in me was just, was just about to say, and even though I am, and I'm, I won't say it, but, but I, well, okay, maybe Amram myself. is actually a nice I, guy after all. Well, well, no, I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> no, not going back to my previous thanks for f- thanks for pouring lemon juice on my paper cut. Thank Sorry,
0: you. bro. Sorry.
1: Um, no, I just just that Amaram he was shocked to see Kaladin. What if amram you know, has this moment of like, look, this is not going away. Like I can't Well, he he he's either gonna try to kill Kaladin and and finish the job. Mm-hmm. I mean, why he put him as a slave, um, that's, the, that's the thing, that's the mystery. That's why I conceived my, my take on Amram, mm-hmm. because putting him, branding him as a slave didn't make any sense.
0: He said he did it out of mercy for, for Cal saving his life, but it was kind mercy? of a stupid move, to be honest.
1: Well, it, it, it just, it, 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 yeah, Amram's mercy... Making Kaladin a slave is a very interesting event, I find, in mm-hmm. this series so far. Um,
0: anyways, yeah, let's um, get to this POV with Sadius here. We're almost POV, done. POV,
1: so yeah, so, yeah, so uh, Toral Sadius slams the door to his quarters. This is good, yeah. This is Sadius, this is Sadius, unlike we've seen him, yeah. He is frustrated, he's and rattled. He is He is, he is pissed. Mm -hmm. He walked to his table and leaned over it, hands flat on the surface. I love this. Looking down at the slice through the center he'd made with Oathbringer. Like he's, you know, he's, uh, unglued. Mm -hmm. He's, he's, uh, he's a bit Kylo Ren here. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're right. He totally is. Yeah. He's freaking out. He's having he's throwing it. Somebody's knocking
1: at the door, like like people walking by, like, no, I'm not going in. And they're like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's get out of here. A drop of sweat and then this is this is great. The next pair. A drop of sweat smacked the surface right beside that slot. He's we have him unglued. We have him slamming hands on his table. We have Sadius sweating. Yeah. That is A change. Yeah, this next line's awesome. The winds have changed. He'd um, he'd kept himself from trembling all the way back to the safety of his war camp. He'd actually managed to paste on a smile. He'd shown no concern, even as he dictated to his wife a response to the challenge. And all the while, in the back of his mind, a voice had laughed at him. Dalinar had almost outmaneuvered him. If that challenge had been sustained, Sadius would quickly have found himself in the arena with a man who had just defeated not one,
0: but four Shardbearers. See, even Sadius realizes the moment that, that Adeline had on him, right? He, right. He, he, even he's like, I would have had to have gone down there or my right. honor would have
1: been completely fucked. Right, right. And not only that, but, what, but with this admission, from Sadius, what we're getting here is we're getting that Sadius looks to Adolin as a real threat. Yeah. Certainly in battle. Right. Like, I think Sadius is basically admitting here, I can't beat him. Well, neither
0: one of them would have had, in, in a world where we can imagine the fight goes on, neither one of them would have been able to have their plate cuz the the fight would have had to have happened immediately right right Sadius didn't show up to the duel and plate he would have been able to summon his sword oathbringer so yep that would have been a, a man with a sword and a man with a sword right oh i'm so looking forward to next book oh, oathbringer
1: <laughs> oh my god it's going to be amazing uh, i'm so excited uh, okay um he, so Sadius sits down he did not look for wine Wine made a man forget, and he didn't want to forget this. He must never forget this. Yeah. How sad. Like, he's got a burn. Like, I love that this villain is burning this moment in his mind. Yeah. Very similar to the title with regards to Kaladin. Never again. Never. Right? Yeah. Good That's call. it baby That's a good it. Call, It's man. Sadius and Kaladin Never again Yeah. Um, how satisfying it would be To someday ram Dalinar's Own sword into his chest Storms to think he'd almost Felt pity for his former friend Now the man pulled Something like this How had he grown so deft No Sadius told himself This was not deftness it was luck Pure and simple luck. Four shardbearers, but how? Aelan was at last growing into the man his father had been. That terrified Sadius, because the man Dalinar had been, the Blackthorn, had been a large part of what had conquered this kingdom. Isn't that what you wanted, Sadius thought, to reawaken him? No. The deeper truth was that Sadius didn't want Dalinar back. He wanted his old friend out of the way. And it had been such for months now, no matter what he wanted to tell himself.
0: I love how he's comparing Adolin to what Dalinar was. Adolin is growing into the man Dalinar used to be. The boy goes in there and fights four Shardbearers. Like,
1: fuck yeah. Crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Um... A while later, the door to his study opens and it's it's his wife. Aylee slips in. Seeing him lost in thought, She stopped by the door. And Sadius says to her, Organize all of your informants. Every spy you have, every source you know, find me something, Aylee. Something to hurt him. She nods. And after that, Sadius says, It will be time to make use of those assassins you've planted. He had to ensure that Dalinar was desperate and wounded. He had to guarantee that the others viewed him as broken and ruined. And then he'd end this. Right. So the assassins you've planted. Planted. Well, we knew that she had an elaborate, uh, network of spies. And assassins. And, like, so this, this was already in place. Mm-hmm. But we so, didn't know
0: whether or not we didn't, we had never had any confirmation that they actually were successful in planting assassins.
1: Well, I kind of assumed that. Okay. So this, this wasn't a big surprise to me. It, okay. it was just, just I, I just assumed that, you know, it's time to put this she, in action. She's
0: good at her job. is good at her job. We've, we've, we know that, right? So,
1: yeah. You know what's interesting, though, here, though, is, I mean, Sadius watched this entire fight, yet all the effort seems to be, from his end, it seems to be on Dalinar and Adolin. It's not on Kaladin. No.
0: Well, he says even the slave, like like Sadius, didn't even. It's because da- Kaladin is so low based. He was a, he was my slave. He could right. not have affected this at all. There's nothing. Even though he went in there and helped, he it, it's not him. It's Adeline and Dalinar. I have to be worried about.
1: Does he not know that this is the man he put out in the high storm?
0: his light has eyes. He not been yeah no he hasn't he like he has knows Has he not been putting this together he knows it's him but he d- doesn't think he's wor- he's worthless dude he's worthless he's a dark guy i
1: know i i i understand that but i mean geez like how much more does the man have to do to <laughs> right right does he have to fly like,
0: in front of him for fuck's sakes
1: yeah anyways P of, uh, P of, uh, P of point of view change here To finish the chapter, soldiers arrived for Kaladin a short time later. Men that Kaladin didn't know. Ooh, I wonder if that was Dalinar's doing that on purpose. Men that he didn't know, making sure that no sympathies here. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, it's not like Bridge 4 was going to bring him, right? Right. Because then something might have happened. Mm -hmm. Right? They were respectful as they unchained him from the chair, though they left the chains binding his hands and his feet. One gave him a lifted fist, a sign of respect that meant to stay strong. It's cool, I right? I like this. Yeah, it's really cool. Even though cool. it wasn't bridge four in there, uh, his closest men, there's are still men that know the story. They know the tale. They've, and amongst soldiers, I think the soldiers see what Kaladin is. Right. You
0: asked, those, is there anybody? Those
1: that do the fighting, you right. know, like those that, you know what? Those that do the sacrificing and the dying. Right. That's the key. Yeah. You asked earlier, does nobody see Kaladin? Right. The soldiers see, the Bridgman see. Yeah. 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 It's really yeah. fucking cool, dude. It's really awesome. You know awesome. what? Maybe, maybe the listeners need to see. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, just, maybe. maybe they need to listen. Maybe they'll see what Kaladin is. What's maybe. that? Maybe they need to just listen. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just over here listening. Um. Yeah. He caught a glimpse of Bridge Four uniforms in the crowd. He reaches Dalinar's camp prison, where soldiers did time for fighting or other offenses. It was a small, nearly windowless building with thick walls, and inside, an isolated section where Kaladin was placed in a cell, stone walls, and steel bars. They left the chains on as they locked him in. He sits down on a stone bench, and Syl finally drifts into the room. This, Kaladin said, looking at her, is what comes of trusting light eyes. Never again, Syl. Kaladin, she says, he closes his eyes, turns, and lies down on the cold stone bench. He was in a cage once again. And Mm -hmm. there we have the end, folks, of part three. That's
0: awesome, buddy!
1: It's pretty great. What's
0: your, uh, what's your highlight for this chapter for, uh, uh this very this, short chapter 58, never again. I think it's
1: that never again applies to
0: both characters. That's really cool. It's really great. Actually. It's, it's, uh, it's unspoken with
1: Sadius. Um, it's unspoken, but it's clear. He felt he was, I, you know what? That's, that could be my, I mean, I like the concept. Of that, of never again, applying to both Sadius and Kaladin. But I really like the unglued Sadius slamming his hands on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my The P. drop of sweat, you know, coming off his brow, mm-hmm. like that to me symbolizes a great change in this story. <sighs> for better, for worse, I don't know. Yeah. My, Assassins th- being, being, sorry, go No, go ahead, no I was
0: going to say that my highlight is the fact that we get another Sadius POV, I just, mm. we don't, ad- we don't get very mm. many of them, but and oh, man, they are so juicy when we do. They're, they're so precious. good. Yeah. 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 He's such a
1: great villain, you know? Well, and, and like he, he, like, I, like d- in the whole discussion of like brotherly love, I think that he genuinely did have this in place with Dalinar. I think so too. Certainly, certainly with the Blackthorn. Mm-hmm. Doesn't appear that there were any attempts to take out the Blackthorn back then. No. Yeah, the Blackthorn had conquered those lands, mm-hmm. put in place the kingdom that they that they have. Yeah. Owed to the
0: Blackthorn, and and Adeline is becoming that.
1: Jeez That's what please. Sadius thinks. That's what yeah. Sadius thinks. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. I think I think it's. I mean, I I don't I couldn't uh, postulate as to what the Blackthorn actually did when, when I, when I dream about what I think the Blackthorn did is I, I think he, I think he committed, you know, potentially like war, like war crimes. It's a good guess. Where, where, where the
0: Blackthorn went too far. Well, they have referred to him as a war, that he used to be a
1: warmonger now trying to be a diplomat. So it's a a pretty good guess. Yeah, so what, if Sadius sees that in Adelyn, I don't yet as a reader. I don't. Mm-hmm. I I see I see Adelyn as a very competent, um, warrior who would rather be a fashion designer. Right,
0: <laughs> man. He loves that fashion. We love him.
1: Yeah, we love him. Yeah. Okay, but anyways, two amazing chapters. I can't believe that we. Um got to the end of this which was so great having the the live read. I was so nervous for it, but uh I'm glad we did it. End and of chapter with this 3, buddy. Follow up? Yeah. End of part 3. It's it's amazing. Yeah, it's great. It's like four and five. Here we here we come. Here we come.
0: Um so yeah, we uh here we come to the info dump. It's a very small one today. Um okay. it's that's what happens when you have mostly battle. It's very hard to kind of find any new nuggets in there to talk about but i yeah. do have one thing i have a couple of things one i already had already mentioned that uh renarin used spheres to help adeline's armor come off i thought that was really cool right. almost like a mm-hmm. car using a uh, um getting a jump start from another car to kind of reinvigorate it short <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean i just i kind of like that i think it's really cool <laughs> the, cool the other thing i want to kind of dwell on for a little bit here is the fact that the helmet that Cal had on his hand was feeding off the stormlight, and it says, "Yeah, from here, from him." The mm-hmm. helm he realized, noticing that it was gushing stormlight from its numerous cracks, hadn't yet hadn't exploded. It had somehow fed f- upon his stormlight, almost like it kept regenerating itself, because it was feeding off of Cal's stormlight. So when you regenerate shard right. plate, you put a gemstone in it. And it feeds off that gemstone stormlight to repair itself. Mm-hmm. And so, literally, Cal has stormlight coming off of Infused. him. And mm-hmm. he's, yeah, and he's like, li- like putting it into the helmet. And that's why the helmet was able to last so long in yeah. the fight. It should have been shattered long ago, but <laughs> it was feeding off of Cal, which I think mm-hmm. is fucking really crazy awesome. Yeah. Um, it's super so, cool. yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, but that's all I have for the info dump. Um, I'd like to say hi to new patrons, um, or I'd like to say hi to all patrons. To be honest, like we did before, we took a break from it last week because of the live read, and we had a bunch of people on Discord um, listening in, Mm. and I didn't want to, like you know, have to go through this whole minutes of of saying. But I think this is a perfect time to do it. So I want to say hi to Yan, which is one of our brand new patrons. Um, Mm. I want to say hi to uh, Chelsea Walker, James Pryor, Chad Kirkman. Christopher Bagley, Megan Lloyd, Richard Fetherson, Ilya Surden, Daniel Lee, Elvira, Denver Rose, David Clamage, Andrew S, Pac-Man in Idaho, Jason Stock, Ashlyn Lee, Anna P, Joseph Bruno, Pat Bevins, Thomas Kovar, Matthew Eaton, Cosette, James Reed, Steph Baum, Alex Trant, Oh, here is the one that I've been waiting to say for the last two weeks, <laughs> Joey Wilman. Joey Wilman messaged me saying, "Dude, my name right. is Wilman, not Williams. I guess I said Williams a couple times. So, Joey <laughs> Wilman, sorry, bud." Uh, Christopher nice. Jack, Brendan R, Brandon Comer, Jasper Sakosi, Silver Lumos, Joshua Nasala, Brian Josh, Alexander Janzy, Zach Helton, Wick. Joe, Buzzkill Joe, Alex DeFour, <laughs> Daniel Widdon, Werewolf Will, John, Jake DeFeo, Robert Goebel, my mom, Airy Zoo, uh, Bruce Rogers, Joel Hayes, what's up Joel, uh, Don Chalice, Mr. Murasami, Christian Papino, Papino, no, 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 <laughs> your wife Linda, and our mm. best friend Mike thanks Mike so thank you to everyone for being part of the Patreon team this show only exists because you guys will it Um, we really really appreciate your support and if you want to be part of the team and have your name read at the end of the episode and be part of all the different things we got going on on discord go to patreon.com slash heroes of and you can be part of the team and we would love to have you it'd be amazing it would be an honor for us to have you part of the team it's it's amazing um, if you mm-hmm. want to reach out to us and uh, start a chat, you can do so at heroes of a Catherine dot, uh, at, uh, heroes of a catheter at gmail.com. That's our email address. You can always reach out at, uh, heroes of one on Twitter, or you can find us on the storm pod on, uh, on Instagram. Um, so yeah, that's the episode, everyone. Um, I can't wait to start part four, dude. We are, we are rolling. So the next episode <laughs> is going to be one interlude. Right. It's I-9, I believe. It's the one chapter, one interlude only, and it is potentially the longest chapter we've ever read. Oh. Yeah, so get ready for that. That's it's, exciting. It's amazing. Um, anyways, thank you everyone for, for listening. We love you very much. Until next time.
1: Take care, everybody.
0: The Storm Pod is brought to you by Heroes of... Music and theme song by Jack Forrest Productions. Additional music by Jason Moray. Produced by our wonderful Patreon team and the heroes of Acathra.